Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we are back on the April 20th, episode 15 edition of the Two Three April 20th Podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have four topics of today. Is Samoa Joe the best promo man in the business? Daniel Bryan and Miz, are they going too fast with this field? Can SmackDown be presented as a sport? in 2018 and finally Brock Lesnar does he deserve this contract it's huge it's out of this world and we're going to talk about it all right first up we're going to get to the lead subject and that is Brock Lesnar and this brand new contract has a lot of people up in arms mad and what have you doesn't have Brock Lesnar mad I'll tell you that but we're going to get right into it the wrestling news website Dirty Sheets were the ones to break the story and I'll get into the details right now states that WWE will pay Brock Lesnar $127,000 for every TV appearance and $637,000 for every pay-per-view match also it goes on to say that Brock Lesnar has an image rights deal with the company that allows WWE to use his likeness for merchandising at a price of $637,000 a year. Same amount that UFC is paying to him to do the same thing. So Brock Lesnar is doubling up there. Brock Lesnar also receives a 6% cut from his merchandising sales. I'm not sure how that relates, how that compares to other wrestlers. I have to look that one up. And this is not a fixed contract. It is a pay-per-fight contract. So it allows WWE to use him whenever they want to. So, also Brock Nelson will be appearing on this upcoming Monday Night Raw. And he has the matchup with Roman Reigns at the greatest Royal Rumble ever of all time in the history of years. So, looking at the contract. Like, there's a lot of people that has a lot of opinions on it, and I'm seeing a lot of Brock Lesnar is not worth it. There, are, I mean, that's that's way too much for Brock Lesnar. I, there's other deserving wrestlers that are there week in and week out, and I get it. I like Samoa Joe. I like AJ Styles, Balor. And those, Joe, I said some more Joe, but many other wrestling stars, Braun Strowman. And I, I get the fact that a lot of people say that, look, those guys are deserving of that, not Brock Lesnar. And you know what? I totally agree. Those guys are deserving of that. And I get where you're coming from with that. And a lot of people say that Brock Lesnar, like, he, he doesn't deserve it because he's very mean. He doesn't like people. And I totally agree with that. But, unfortunately, when it comes to contracts and sports, I'm about to relate this to another sport. Unfortunately for us fans, deserves this got nothing to do with it. And, I mean, we may think that Brock Lesnar is not worth the money, but... He is a draw. I'll give him that much. He is a big draw. And WWE sees him as oh, as he is The Rock or somebody. 
he, they, they think he's a huge, huge, huge draw. I'm not going to say they. I'm just going to say Vince McMahon sees him as a huge draw. And he's the, he's willing to shell out all of this money. So I can edit from the standpoint of this. I mean, don't hate the player. Don't, don't hate the player. Hate the game. And I'm not mad at Brock Lesnar. Because if WWE is willing to shell it out, like he's this huge... Um, wrestler then Brock Lesnar has to take it I'm not mad at me if I was in Brock Lesnar's position and I wanted to go to UFC because I wanted that one last world heavyweight title a shot that would net, net me huge money and the Vince McMahon comes back and says look I'm about to make you an offer that you cannot refuse I would sit down and say where's the contract and give me the pen if you don't have a pen I'll sign it in my own blood so, I, <laughs> I can't blame Brock Lesnar. And I mean, I'm not mad at him. And I'm going to go, I'm going to compare this to another sport. Uh, like most in, in football, American football, I'm going to compare it to. Look, the quarterback is the most important position in American football. And those guys get paid the highest amount of money. So, what we have in football is that every time a quarterback contract comes up and they're a really good quarterback they look at the other quarterbacks and they go to their teams and say and they say look I want to be the highest paid quarterback in the league now whether they deserve it or not the teams are left with this with a decision that either we got to pay him or he's going to leave to another team that will pay him so they end up paying these quarterbacks and then that quarterback becomes the highest paid player in the league now there's a quarterback that just got a huge contract. His name is Kirk Cousins. For all of you that don't watch football, he's a he's a good quarterback, but I'm not sold on him myself. A lot of people are sold on him. He's a good quarterback, but his contract ran up. And it got to the point to where he had huge leverage and he was a free agent. So he could ask for anything that, that he wanted, given the fact that he was a really good quarterback. So... In the end, he ended up getting a contract that was an $84 million deal, fully guaranteed. And it was the first, in a, if I'm not mistaken, in NFL history, at least for quarterbacks. I know that a quarterback's never gotten a fully guaranteed $84 million deal. It has never happened. He's the richest quarterback in the league. Now, does, does that make him the best quarterback in the league? No, not by a long shot. But when his contract was up, he had all the leverage, so he went for it. And that's the way I look at it with Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's contract continues to come up. UFC continues to come for Brock Lesnar saying we want to give you all the money. So while Brock Lesnar is not the best wrestler or the most important, just in my heart, not the most important wrestler in the world, Vince McMahon gets put in these situations to where either he lets him go to UFC or he has to sign him to another ridiculous deal and apparently Vince McMahon doesn't want to let him go to UFC so he keeps signing him to these deals so in the end we, Brock Lesnar is not the problem we can't bl blame Brock Lesnar the only person we can blame is Vince McMahon he's making the, the final decision so in the end he's paying the money so that's why I'm not mad at Brock Lesnar in the end, it's all down to Vince McMahon. And so long as he doesn't want Brock Lesnar to go to the UFC, he's going to continue to keep signing him to these 
ludicrous, huge deals. So moving on, we're going to go to Samoa Joe. Uh, Samoa Joe has been ramsacking Roman Reigns. I don't know how to put it any more clearly for any any more people who doesn't understand it. In these promos, he's been destroying him. And on the Roman Reigns side, WWE Creative doesn't put him in this position to succeed. It's not that man's fault. But looking at Samoa Joe, after he did that, in those promos... A lot of people came out and said Samoa Joe's the best promo in the in the business, and it, I get it. I, lo- I love me some Samoa Joe. Going back to the TNA days, 2004ish, 5ish, where Samoa Joe was just look. I'm I'm sorry if you didn't get a chance to watch him back then. If you didn't, just go back and look it up. The guy was just phenomenal, phenomenal through the charts. The best, arguably the best in the business at the time. But stand on track here. Had something that dropped there. Everything's okay. But stand on track here. Is Samoa Joe the best promo in the business? I'm going to say no because look, The Miz. And Eli Drake, there's something about those guys' style that I really like. They can do it in any type of way. They can get mad and cut a promo. They can tear you apart with the words. I really like those two guys. It's the best promo guys in the business. But Samoa Joe is right there. And I'm going to make another sports correlation here. Samoa Joe is like a pitcher that has one pitch. And... The pitcher may not have much in his arsenal, but that one pitch is deadly, and it cannot be hit. And Samoa Joe's fastball is the mad promo. When he gets just get ticked off about something, and he's mad about something, he's just spewing hate and anger. And when Samoa Joe gets in that, that style, that style of promo, he's unstoppable. You might as well just get out the way, because there's nothing you can say after he gets all mad and ticked off. And Samoa Joe delivers that promo greatly. And I enjoy Samoa Joe delivering that style of promo. He's been doing it since his TNA days. And he's just perfected it now. He's not the best promo in the business. But he's one of the best promo men in the business. So moving on, we have Daniel Bryan and The Miz. A lot of people were excited. When the Miz got moved to SmackDown, I thought he was going to stay on Raw. Commercials stated that he was going to stay on Raw, but you know things change. Maybe they'll still run the Miz at these house shows on Raw house shows. We'll see. But stand on subject here. The Miz got shifted to SmackDown Superstar Shakeup, and everybody thought that this was going to be a long-term build with the Miz and Daniel Bryan. But surprise, surprise. WWE came out and said that the the Miz and Daniel Bryan will have matches against each other on the company's tour of the United Kingdom next month in cities of Liverpool, Newcastle, and Sheffield. And everybody was caught caught back by this. Everybody expected this to go down at either SummerSlam or WrestleMania. So. I was one of those fans as well, and 
what I'm hoping for in the next however many weeks is that when the Miz comes back, I hope they don't rush this, which is looking like they're about to rush it. And I know this, these are just house shows that are coming up. It's not like it's WWE uh, net network events or what have you. So maybe they'll still continue to go into SummerSlam with this match. However, if they're building it up on the regular show, it's going to be tough because it's going to feel rushed. Like we were rushing into it. And I enjoyed the television, but... I don't. I didn't really want to rush at this one. They had a prime opportunity to put this one at SummerSlam, and now it feels like they're gonna just rush into it, and it's just gonna be thrown away. Now, indirectly, once again with Daniel Bryan, this is one of the best built storylines in all of wrestling, indirectly, because the Miz. It goes all the way back to the Miz on Talking Smack when he delivered one of the best promos I have ever seen in my life, and. Man, look, I've been watching wrestling since the early 90s. I got invested into that promo. I rose up out of my bed and I wrote an article to talk about that promo. And it was fantastic. But at the end of the day, we would all get depressed because we would say, this is a fantastic storyline, but they're never going to be able to pay it off because WWE is never going to put Daniel Bryan in the ring. But to everyone's shock and surprise, Daniel Bryan is back in the ring and we get to pay this sucker off like we all wanted to. But it's looking like it's going to be rushed and I understand it. Like I follow some fans from England, from, from the UK on Twitter and they're like, you know, this is going to be rushed. But I don't give a bleep because I'm going to the shows. <laughs> And I can't blame y'all because I'd be the same way if I was getting Daniel Bryan versus The Miz at somewhere in Louisiana to where I could go and travel to the show or have the time to travel to the show. So I get where you're coming from from that situation. As for the storyline overall, as for the, the build, I'll see. I'll wait back and see. You know, maybe they do something to where they don't give everything away and we still get something at some time. I'll sit back and wait and see how it all turns out. So as for the last topic of the day, we have SmackDown. Recent Superstar Shakeup was fabulous for SmackDown. Uh, and my question is, can SmackDown be presented as a sport in today's era? And that's that's what I'm looking for them to do because they don't need to be the entertainment side anymore. You look at their roster, the, some of the names that they got, Jeff Hardy, Samoa Joe, Sanity, Asuka, Sheamus and Cesaro, Almas with Selena Vega. I mean, they have the load. And that's to go with AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan and Nakamura and the Usos and the New Day. And the, the list goes on and on and on and on. And I mean, Rusev on top of that. And I'm very excited because looking back at the SmackDown Six Days, which is Eddie Guerrero's, Chris Benoit, Rey Mysterio's list goes on and on. And there, they just presented it as a sport and it worked phenomenally great. Great, 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 great. They, they were they were the alternative to Monday Night Raw in every way, and it was fabulous TV every single week. 
And I think SmackDown has this chance to do that with the guys. They have the horses to do it. They have them. Trust me. I just named a couple of a few of them that are just top notch wrestlers of all time. And I'm really excited. And a lot, you know, a lot of people are complaining about Road Dog and in, in the in the in the crew in the company when it comes to SmackDown. But I think they have a fresh start here. I'm really looking forward to what they can do. Even going back to the Ryan Ward era of SmackDown. And that was the booker that was booking SmackDown when they first started, when they first broke, broke apart into SmackDown Live. When Shane first came, it was Shane versus Stephanie. That was the guy that was booking the SmackDown side. In that era, I really liked SmackDown because it felt like anybody could win the world title. That was in the world in, in the world in the heavyweight championship scene. Felt like anybody could win the title because they were booking everybody fairly and everybody was looking good. Everybody had something to do. And that was working good. And I think Road Dog and Company can look at that era and look at the SmackDown 6 era and put it together and have a phenomenal show where everybody is booked well or everybody has something to do. And that's going back, and I'm about to take a left turn here. Going back to Vince Russo, everybody criticizes him for the car crashing uh, booking that he had. But looking back at the attitude, attitude era, one of the best things about that was that everybody was at least doing something meaningful or something. And I think that SmackDown can get to that to where everybody is doing something. And I think we have something great on our hands. If they just make it a sport and they make it about the matches with minimal storylines here and there. Even I like what they got going on with Nakamura. I was very critical about that, but I like what they got going on with the Hill Nakamura. It's looking good. Uh, singular storylines here and there, but making the prize, the championship, the head of the show. And I'm very excited. I think it can be presented as a sport. And all of these names, SmackDown just really came away as the H show when you look at it as it pertains to the superstar shakeup and they are in a position to do crazy great things and I'm very excited to see where it goes so ladies and gentlemen those are all the topics for today I had a fun time today our impact wrestling redemption is coming up this Sunday I have a review for that I'm gonna post that Either today or tomorrow, I'm going to post that. Be sure to check that out. And also, comment down below, what did you think about the topics today? Let me know. For any topics, Brock Lesnar's contract, Daniel Bryan, The Miz, SmackDown being presented as a sport, is Joe the, pro the best promo in the business? Let me know down below. If you have any thoughts, let me know. Also, you can find this on CastBox. I'm on CastBox today, and I'm on YouTube as well. I will have the links for you on Twitter. 